there, listeners. This is the first of many book reviews I'll be doing as part of the Keeping the Triangle in Tune podcast. I thought I'd make it a part of the podcast as another way to keep the discussion going on health and wellness, food culture, and nutrition topics. So I'll be picking up a new food and culture book every other month, and in the months in between, we'll be discussing a recent publicized study so we can all learn and keep in tune together with the new literature out there. So to summarize, one month it'll be a food and culture nutrition book, and the other month it'll be literature on scientific published work. So today I am reviewing Passionate Nutrition by Jennifer Adler. In 2014, it was published by Sasquatch Books. Jennifer Adler has a Master's of Science in Clinical Nutrition and is a certified nutritionist. So getting right into it, Jennifer Adler's book, Passionate Nutrition, is a helpful book in some shape or form for anyone, I think, especially for those who may feel a disconnect between how a person feels and the food one eats. And I say that because she stresses bodily awareness. She seems to argue that being healthy is not so much about strict restriction of bad foods, but listening to your body and your needs which I think in general is very good advice. Not easy to follow, but good advice. So the book is described as a, this is a quote, it's right on the cover, guide to using food as medicine from a nutritionist who healed herself from the inside out. This cover, this description, is a bit misleading in that the words from a nutritionist are way more loaded than anyone could assume. So when she says from a nutritionist, she means this is basically about the nutritionist. And it's a little less so about the medicinal food aspect on the title. So, I mean, it's in there, but that's doesn't really seem like the focus so much. She'll list quite a few superfoods, of course, and suggests that you eat probiotics, good healthy servings of fish, bone broth, and less sugar. But really, the food as medicine concept she has on the cover is sort of limited. It's sort of a general... Uh, food can cure all your ailments, but no, I don't have the time to go into all the details sort of situation. It felt deceptive, and I felt tricked in some ways. For example, nowhere on the cover does it mention that there's an entire chapter on sex, or cosmetics, or feminism, or her biography, you know, as I mentioned. So, yes, this book, this book is a biographical description, including her lifestyle and nutrition recommendations. And I think it really should have said so in the cover and title. The book has some advantages over other lifestyle recommendation books in that it describes in very simple, well-organized fashion uh, the basic truths of eating and living well. And I mean those to be eating the right amount of protein, how much fat you should have, and calories, the importance of listening to your body, and the importance of embracing our more primal needs like being social and, as I mentioned before, sensual. She also discusses the topic of what one should allow to be absorbed via the skin, what I like to refer to as cosmetic nutrition, really important. I appreciated that chapter. I think it's an aspect of nutrition that sometimes gets overlooked by the general populace. Another sort of bonus that she has in her book is the discussion of feminism and grappling with society's demands upon women. There is some critical thinking involved in this book, right? I liked that she wasn't encouraging ladies to be rail thin and to embrace body mass and strength. 
So there's that. And then at the end of the book, like every other nutrition book out there, it seems, she has a list of recipes in the back. They look fun and not outrageously complicated or expensive. Really simple stuff, and it'll be helpful for your nutrition, I'm sure. Sometimes I was wondering how much research she really did on the recommendations she was giving, such as her suggestion to not drink water during or after your meal because it, quotes, dilutes the acids and enzymes in your stomach that allow for better absorption of your meal. I think it's an exaggeration to say that water with your meal is going to cause absorption issues. Another problem I had was the amount of seaweed she was suggesting. I just want to remind people that seaweed has an outrageous amount of iodine in it. Don't have too much of it. Yes, it's very important to have seaweed every now and then, but Miss Adler here has hypothyroidism, and the amount of seaweed she might find helpful for her might be different for people with normally functioning thyroid systems. She's very personal and open about her own health. And from knowing that, I can see how her advice that she has in the book is a bit self-projective. For example, she says in the book how she's not picky if you eat ice cream after dinner. But later on in the book, if you were to tell her that you're using regular iodized table salt, man, you'd get an earful that you should be using sea salt with lots of extra minerals instead. She's definitely got a thing for iodine-related foods. So yeah, this book was helpful. Definitely was. But, but there were some things that were questionable. The biography aspects were at times a bit distracting. It also seemed that the book was a bit of a brochure for her nutrition counseling company. Who knows, maybe you're interested in going to her company and would like to know more about her and her company. Check out this book. I hope you appreciate this review. Please leave comments or suggestions of any books that you would like to see me review and we can talk about it. And I'll create a forum on our website, keepingthetriangleintune.com, for us to talk about it all together. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great day, y'all, and keep in tune.